You get to decide how your life goes. Other people don't determine your lives, not your parents, not your lovers, not your friends. Those are assets on top of what you have. But what you actually have every single day is you and what you choose to do and be for you. Hey, hurdlers, Emily Abadi here, bringing you day two of five of the In Focus series from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I sit down with inspiring individuals to talk about everything from their big wins to how they've gotten through some of life's toughest moments. On the show, you can expect vulnerability, motivation, and candid discussions with everyone from top athletes to aspiring entrepreneurs on what it really takes to follow your passions. My mission is simple, to inspire you to be your best self, move with intention, and have some fun along the way. As I mentioned yesterday, the In Focus series is really dedicated to helping us home in on some of the biggest wellness-related goals that many have going into the new year. I know that coming off of 2020, which was pretty difficult, a lot of us have struggled at times with finding the positives, with seeing the bright side. And so today's episode is all about how to have a more positive mindset, how to be more optimistic in our day to day. It was a no brainer for me. I knew exactly who I wanted to chat with about this none other than Nichelle Hines. Nichelle is an actor, an activist, the CRO, Chief Ride Officer at Cycle House out in LA. And you have heard from her before on the show as well. I'll make sure to link to that episode in the show notes. Nichelle is a hype woman. I left our first conversation feeling literally like I could do absolutely anything I set my mind to. So for today's episode, we're bringing that vibe back. We're talking about the power of positivity, how to have more positive thoughts in your day-to-day, and bring that good nature into so many of the things that you're doing on the regular. I get it. Keeping a positive outlook might not be something that comes absolutely naturally, but what I know is that optimism can be just like a muscle. You've got to train it. Trust me, if you need something to kick off your 2021 on the right foot, this is it. Before I get into today's episode, I do want to take a moment to thank my friends at Whoop for making this week of content possible. As we think about the ways we can make improvements to ourselves and achieve resolutions we've set for the year, being able to monitor your progress short and long term is so important. I said this yesterday, I'm going to bring it back into the fold here, 80% of resolutions fail. And that's primarily a result of individuals not tracking their progress and staying accountable. Having a fitness tracker like Whoop can make it so much easier to stay on point. Whoop is literally like having a personal trainer on your wrist 
for less than a dollar each day. It tells you how recovered your body is, how much strain it can take on in a day, and how well you slept. And with the built-in coaching features, Whoop sets target exertion goals so you know how long you should aim to work out for, and it also lets you know how much sleep your body needs to be recovered the next day. You can easily track your weekly progress to see how active you've been throughout the week, how many calories you've been burning, how recovered you've been, and how well you've slept compared to how much sleep you've needed. I'm telling you, it's got a lot of goodness in here. So whether you want to see if you've been active enough or if you're improving your health, Whoop helps provide that insight weekly and monthly with personalized recording. For my listeners today, if you have been thinking about giving Whoop a shot, there is no better time than the present to kick off your new year in style. Save 15% off Whoop with the code HURDLE at checkout. Head on over to whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. And use my code HURDLE at checkout to save 15% off. Again, that's whoop.com. Use my code HURDLE at checkout to save 15% off today. Know yourself with personalized recovery, strain, and sleep insights from Whoop. As always, as you listen in today, tag me over on social, tag the show at Hurdle Podcast and at Emily Abadi. And if you like what I have been putting out and I've been putting out a lot of content, there's a lot of great stuff in the feed right now. Pretty, pretty please. Just take a quick minute, rate and review the show over in the iTunes store. It, it helps the show get up the charts and it's just nice to know that you guys are digging what you're getting into here. If you're still thinking about those big goals for 2021, I've got a goal setting workshop this Wednesday, January 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern. There are still a few more spots, so snag one for yourself and use the code 2021 at checkout to save $5 today. Link to do that is in the show notes. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am chatting with Michelle Hines. She's an actor. She's an activist. She's the CRO at Cycle House. Michelle, how are you? I am good. It's just been a crazy year, but I'm, I mean, all things considered, it's really good. All things considered, it's really good. I know it's like finding the small pieces of gratitude in our, in our day-to-day here. Oh, small and large. I'm constantly shocked by, if you're looking for them, the availability of miracles. They're everywhere. They're, they're there, you know, if you just if say to yourself and you open up your day with like hope for a miracle and listen, miracles, big or small, like literally if like someone takes out my garbage, like if the handyman sees me and takes the garbage, like that is in and of itself because it's something that I didn't want to do. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. I think that we have to see and acknowledge even what might be considered just, oh, this kind of nice thing that happened. If it was unexpected and it happened and it changed your day for the better, why can't you see that as a mini miracle in your life? Why not? Truthfully, what you believe and what you perceive is what is happening. I think I've learned that more than any other time in this 2020. Well, you're teeing us off to get into the right vibe, the right state of mind for what you and I are specifically talking about. And I think that a lot of individuals after 2020, now in 2021, have 
a renewed sense of hope to focus on the positive and can admittedly say that maybe in the previous year, they were having trouble finding that silver lining. So I called you in today because Mm -hmm. after having you on the show last year, I got so much positive feedback just about the motivation and the energy that you brought to the feed. And I knew that there was no one better to talk to me about how to stay positive and adopt a more positive mindset in the day-to-day. Listen, we life is full of challenges. And I think that so many people wake up in this state of, oh, here comes another day. But Every single day is an opportunity. And if we don't see it as such, then that's not what we're going to get. That's what I'm talking about, how there are miracles everywhere. There's an opportunity for you to shine every single day. If you think you can, you can't, right? So if you don't start your day from that mindset, we all do different things. I have a ritual of things that I do. I wake up five things I'm grateful for. I think I probably said it in our, in our time before. But if I'm thinking about all the things that are against me for the day, what am I going to notice throughout the day? every single thing that's against me. If I think about something that I'm grateful for, what am I going to see? More things for me to be grateful for. And I think that we relinquish control of ourselves and our day and our struggle constantly. And I think that everyone talks about how hard it is to be happy. Why can't we translate that into how hard it is to be sad? Why can't we start our day in a positive state and expect that to be reinforced? Why do we exist in a state, so many of us, and in a world where we're constantly looking for things to not go our way? And Mm. I think that it starts with one, right? You can control one thing. You can control yourself and how you respond to the things that happen to you. And I think that if you're not doing that, then of course your day is going wrong. Of course you're seeing negatives in your life. But if you can start your day from a space of, I expect things to go my way and that when things don't, I am equipped with every inch of every bit of my brain power and who I am and where I'm from and all of these things that we have to shift that, right? Terrible things happen a lot. And I know in 2020, things have happened for people that are not great. I lost a sister-in-law to COVID. My brother is a 48-year-old widower with a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a just turned 12-year-old. And if there's anything that he's taught me is this is what's happening and this is terrible, but we can choose love. We can choose to honor her presence in our life by being better, by showing up and living life to its fullest. So it's not to say that things don't happen, but how do you handle the things that happen to you that are negative? And that is not to suggest that you're not allowed to be sad or Mm. be mad or be, we all have those moments and that's all part of it. But there are also the silver lining of I have the love and support of my family. I have three beautiful children. I, have, I could be sad about the state of cycle house, which we don't even know what that's in. It could be in a state of flux. It's in a state of flux. But what can I do? I can create Zoom so that I can continue to connect with my writers that have the ability to connect with me. I have the option to cry 
about the fact that Cycle House can't be open and California is going to be closed for the next nine months, or I have the opportunity to say, what can I do to change this? Mm. What can I do to make our circumstances better? What can I do to continue to give my clients who I love, who have changed the course of my life and given me an opportunity? Well, me, who is technologically challenged, right? I was in acting school when everyone was learning how to do all this stuff. So what do I do? I have a 26-year-old that helps me and comes in my house and sets this up. I upgraded my internet. I figured it out. And I think that we in this culture and in this time have a choice, right? We can be problem keepers, as I like to call them, like the keeper of the problem, and it gets inside of us and it breaks us down and it, and it stops us from doing anything. Or we can be problem solvers and say, here is what's happening to me. Literally, whether you have to write it down or you have to talk about it or whatever it is, this is what's happening to me. And here's what I can do to make it more palatable. And once you're able to make it palatable, right? It's enough. Once you've survived, how can you then thrive? So, so often we're living in this state of fear of just trying to survive. And then you say, no, how can I thrive in my life? And how can we honor ourselves? And I think that the greatest form of honor and respect to yourself is making sure that your life is the best that it can possibly be. That is within your control. And I think that a lot of people struggle with this idea that one thing goes wrong or, you know, doesn't go as they had hoped during the day. And they have maybe unintentionally adopted that all or nothing mentality. It's like, well, the day's already thrown off. So I'm going to throw my hands up and just the day's a wash. And that's how it is. So for the person that can identify that way, the person that is like, actually, that sounds a lot like how I usually act. What do you say to them to kind of flip the script and be more positive, even when those hurdles arise? I think that it's really important to have a personal mantra. I think it's really important that you have something or a statement that you can go to that will automatically shift you. For example, I I was like just having this fear that like, oh, there's going to be a spider in my house, right? So every time that I, I said, okay, this keeps coming up, this thought keeps coming up. I'm like, maybe instead of that, every time I think of a spider, I'm going to think of the man of my dreams entering my life. I'm not kidding. Now, every time I think of spiders, like, a good thought is triggered along with it. And your mind is trainable. Your mind, you are in control of your thoughts. So often we think that circumstances and all these things are in control of us. And it takes so much practice. And I actually use the spider thing as an exercise. Can I take this thing that for me, like I'm a baby, I'm afraid of spiders, needles and spiders, whatever. But um, can I take this thing that I somehow associate with trauma and turn it into something else. So it's not that I'm not acknowledging that that thought is there. I'm acknowledging the thought and I'm, I'm allowing the negative thought to go through me, right? Mm. As opposed to the thought comes and we love to hold it and make love to it and hold on to this thing where all I'm offering, all I'm suggesting is, can you say when something goes wrong, the universe is conspiring for my greater good? It's a really general one. Cars are flat. The universe is conspiring for my greater good. Uh, I didn't get the job that I wanted. The universe is conspiring for my greater good. Uh, I didn't, you know, get the, you know, I didn't get the Christmas gift that I wanted. The universe is conspiring for my greater good. And I will tell you, I'll give you a really tangible, super personal example that's even deeper than the spider thing. When the George Floyd thing was going on, 
I very much personally felt like I was at a crossroads. And this is something that's not embarrassing for me to admit, but something that was real for me that I had to spend a little bit of time thinking about. I went to UC Berkeley. The activist spirit is loud and proud and inside of me. When this happened, obviously the way that we were all communicating was through Instagram, right? I have, it's COVID. Money is different. It's down. I have, I was lucky enough to have some brands that I was involved with. And I thought, what are these brands going to think if I just go into my full black self, you know, because it's connected to my money and we can be honest and upfront about that. I'm the accidental influencer, which I think is why it's been, you know, somewhat successful for me because it was never a plan. I don't plan content. I don't do those kinds of things. And I really had to say like, at this time in my life, I need this money. I need this money. This isn't extra. Psycho House isn't here. I have to take care of myself. And also, I'm trying to get back into my career as an actor, which, as we know, can have large periods of dry spells. And I had to have a conversation with myself about who I am and who I'm willing to be and what was going on in the world. It wasn't affecting sort of me in this big general scale. I am a black woman. I'm an activist. I have strong feelings about what's going on and it is wrong and it is horrible and something needs to be said. And I pride myself in authenticity. So I had the conversation with myself where I had to say, pardon my French, but fuck the endorsements. This is so much bigger than me and so much more important than me. And I will find a way to survive. But it, what's most important is that I share what is going on within my community and lives being lost and how that feels and educate people regardless of how anybody might choose to feel about what I'm saying and risk that money, risk that opportunity that I have. And I jumped. I gave a speech in front of 20,000 people. I protested. I did talks. I did walks. You saw all the stuff. It's all still there. I said things. I lived out loud in my truth as a black woman of how I felt that was affecting my community, myself, my family, and my life. Well, look at that. Everything tripled and quadrupled. More opportunities, more investments, feeling more seen, feeling more heard. And the letters that I got from people who were not what you would call racist, but were living in privilege and didn't understand and to be able to help open that door in my own small way in this huge movement that took place in 2020. Sometimes you have to see things that might scare you, that you think might hurt you, but that you know that it is really important for you to be authentic and to live out loud. Sometimes you have to jump and you have to take that plunge, come what may. But I promise if you are living your authentic self and you are living your truth and you are fighting for not only who you are, but who you want to be, who you want your future children to be, who you want your friends to be, all of those things, I promise you the universe is conspiring for your greater good. And that thing that you might not have gotten or whatever, then there's something better on the other side. Thank you for sharing that with me and with the hurdlers. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like watching you this year has been really refreshing in that when you may not know exactly what to say or how to act, that doesn't mean that there isn't something to say or an action that you can take. Right. And I think often we feel paralyzed because we're worried about again, that word, what's quote unquote, right. When 
sometimes something is certainly better than nothing. I think also something you said toward the beginning of that was kind of rambling off a list of things that could go wrong. You mentioned not getting the Christmas present you wanted, maybe a dear friend passing away, uh, not getting the job that you wanted. And for many, 2020 was a series of those things happening right in a row. And it just felt as though we were getting knocked down and then we like managed to somehow get up a little bit and then we got knocked down again and then we managed Mm -hmm. to somehow get, you know, and it, and it was cyclic. So my question then is what do we tell the person that it just feels like the ocean is just washing over you with negativity aside from believing that this is all quote unquote happening for a reason? Yeah. What happens next to keep that positivity, to find the silver linings? I think it comes down to establishing your personal code. What makes you feel like there is another shot, that there is another opportunity, whether that is your spiritual work, your exercise, your anything that you're doing that is committing yourself to even eating, right? What are you eating? What are you putting inside of your body? Any of those things that connect you to who you are. And a lot of times your tasks are things that we do every day. People will be like, well, things are going horrible, but like I, I run three miles every day, for example. Well, then I would say, well, let's step into the gratitude that you have legs. Let's step into the gratitude that you have breath in your body. Let's step into the gratitude that you have your health. There's always something to be grateful for. And I would offer that when it feels that way and it happens and it happens a lot and it happened to me for a long time, people are always like, oh, you're so positive. I work so hard at presence and positivity. And that's the thing. When you see people who are consistently that or consistently motivated, I work at that. Gratitude. Okay. This person passed. I have three beautiful nieces and nephews that now I get to help raise, right? Or, you know, this, I didn't get this and I didn't get that. You have to find that place in you. What does it say? Faith, the size of a mustard seed. It doesn't mean that it has to dominate every single thought that you have every single day, but you find that one thing that brings you back and take the time to identify what that is. Instead of put your practice in, what is making me even continue to have that thought? What is the desire to have a positive thought? That alone is a huge thing. The fact that you, you are willing to say, this is awful. How do I make it better? That is spirit. That is life. And all of these challenges that come, I would say that 2020, though, might be the year that we felt the most alive. Because a lot of us were sort of in this pattern. I was in the pattern. I was in it. I was ignoring what was really going on with me was like my passion was being ignited of really wanting to be an actor again. And like, how do I mix those two? How does it work? Because I've been spending way too much time on this and not enough time on that. And, and I've been unsuccessful in this arena. So being forced to slow down sort of reinvigorated me and realigned me with my goals. So I think that when we take that time to tell ourselves the, the truth, to get inside of the truth of who we really are and be willing to face that. I don't care if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, I want to be a baker. You took the time to figure out what's really going on with you because that's all you have. At the end of the day, what we have is ourselves. I said it at the beginning. I'll say it again. You get to decide how your life goes. Other people don't determine your lives, not your parents, not your lovers, not your friends. Those are assets. 
on top of what you have, but what you actually have every single day is you and what you choose to do and be for you. So I really want to encourage everyone at the end of a tumultuous, crazy, troubling, exciting, in some ways beautiful year, as opposed to necessarily having to list down every single accomplishment, you're still here. And the fact that you're still here, you're still listening, you are thriving. And then you take that and you say, what do I want? Not a list of, we are not our accomplishments. We are who we are. We are us, our authentic selves. And what are you going to do about that? What you said before reminds me of something that I did, an exercise that I did earlier on in the pandemic when so many of my good friends were piecing out from New York and it was me and I was, you know, coming back to my why of why I want to be here and, and how I feel like myself here and how it's not my time to go just because many other people are leaving. I, I sat down and I made a list of things that I do on my own that bring me joy. And that's such a simple thing to do, right? Like just sit down for 10, 20 minutes and think about the things that I can do, whether it's like an everyday task or something that might be a little bit special and articulate the things that make me happy, just me. And I think so often, I mean, we can talk about this negative mindset. It's easy to be negative when you feel alone or you are alone. Or you, and especially when you don't choose to be that way. So, I mean, the bigger thing for me and, and a really big piece to the puzzle in, in being more positive and to being content solo during all of this was, okay, I can create my own joy and I can choose to be positive. And like, even just simple sentences like that, like you said before, I encourage you to have a mantra. Yeah. I can create my own joy. That's right. You know, that's right. And that's the most, and also in that, I am sure that you noticed in this past year, all the opportunity that exists, right? So like I said, as opposed to right now, now that you, you've made it this far, right now, this time, I don't know if there's a bigger time that I've ever seen in my life where there is opportunity everywhere. You always want to move to New York City, it's too expensive. Well, not anymore. Like <laughs> the prices have dropped. People are looking for people to hire. People are, every, every major metropolitan city is an open door right now. If that's something that you always wanted to do and like why you stayed. So now that you stayed, you're already ahead of the curve. So when things do start to return to our new version of normalcy, because it's never gonna be the way that it was, you are already in the pocket. You're already there. You don't have to find a place. You don't have to do X, Y, and Z. You can literally jump in and you're ready to go. But also for anybody else that had these dreams and these goals, now is the time. Now we have that little bit of breathing room to create that time and that space. And the jumping off point should be what's in your mind. Like you said, what do I want? What, right now, is probably one of the best times to actually grasp and go for what you want. Mm, yeah. And seize no, I totally that opportunity. Feel that. I totally yeah. feel that. And I mean, we, we did say the buzzword mantra when you have to think about uh, the moments where you're trying to be more positive, where you're trying to keep your head up. What are the, the words of wisdom that you are leading into most often? Ooh, I have a few. When I feel like nothing's happening, 
I definitely do the miracles. There's a, there's a miracle around every corner and it's so funny. Like the amount, like an Amazon package is arrived, like joy. I don't have to go to the store and buy dog food. Like, no, literally I practice finding like those moments of joy through things that may seem mundane, but just gratitude that we exist in a world where things can happen like that. For me, that's, that's really it is the gratitude. And the other thing is the sun always rises. It always does. And it might take a little bit longer. If I think about like me and my career, well, good. The sun's rising seven years, seven years. It is never too late. You are never too old, too young, too fat, too this, too that, too pretty, too ugly, too black, too brown, too red, too anything. Every single day, every single moment is an opportunity to change your life. And the sun always rises. It always does. I think we've also been chatting a lot about like how the negative things are happening and we're waking up and it's like, oh, another thing today. But Mm -hmm. for someone who does want to be proactive, for the person that is you know, I am going to take ownership over having a positive mindset in 2021. Mm -hmm. What would be something that they can do regularly? I know we've talked a lot about having gratitude, but aside from maybe saying out loud or speaking these things into existence or keeping a journal of these gratitudes, like what's another tool that they can exercise from their toolbox to embody positivity in 2021? Commit to not starting your day with bad news. Don't end or start your day with bad news. Oh, I love that tip. Like you do not put your phone down. You do not put your phone on the 30 minutes before you go to bed. And I want people to really think about that. Like, what are you doing before you go into your space? What are you thinking about and what are you doing? Are you reading a book on positivity or are you watching, you know, the news? And in those first moments when you wake up, are you setting the tone for your day? And whether or not you want to enter into a specific practice or not, when you open your eyes, are you rolling over and grabbing your phone and turning on your television so that you can be inundated from this place of fear or good news or bad news or, you know, the guy that used to date as a new girlfriend, if you're like digging around in someone's Instagram or, you know, this happened or that happened or get on Twitter and watch people uselessly fighting about stupid things that don't actually mean anything. You, your life, your experience is precious. Are you protecting it with what you're putting inside of your body? And that means your mind, your mouth, all of it. Mm. What are you, how are you starting and ending your day? So if someone is struggling about what to do, how do you start and end your day? I also think to riff on that a little bit, um, we talked about the list that I had made of things that I can do to bring me joy, just mm-hmm. me as I am, but also being really intentional and paying close attention to the things in your day that you do that actually make you feel good. That's so right. beyond just like that workout, like I am reminded when I like open my fridge and I see a tub of athletic greens, like drinking this makes me feel good. So I'm going to do it. hundred percent. I'm the same way with like the protein that I use or different things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get into the athletic greens too. There's like a whole you sit with <laughs> the thing, doing it. Yeah. Do you just do it with water? What do you do? Yeah, girl. 10 to 12 right. ounces of water, one ice right. cube, shake it up. Oh, that's easy work. Cause I always drink a thing of water anyway. All right. I'm See? seriously going to throw the, I'm going to try it right now. Right, <laughs> so, I'm serious, but yeah, you get to set your day. Just like you eat breakfast. What's your soul eating for breakfast? What is your mind eating for breakfast, right? 
you want to start your day. Some people, you know, like a lighter thing. I like to drink my protein and now my athletic greens, you know, like how are we starting our day? And you get to give your soul the same food that you give your body. For sure. For sure. Okay. So you have one opportunity to, to offer up one more piece of advice on how to be more positive in 2021, Nichelle Hines. What do you tell the hurdlers? If it gives you that tingle, that scare, that little bit of fear, what if, can I do it? Jump in. The water is warm. If you are coming up on something in your life that makes you feel that, we all know what I'm talking about. We've all had those moments, whether it's public speaking, proposing, deciding to have a kid, any of those things that make you feel that excited, scared, nervous, but like kind of jittery, happy energy, don't run from the challenges in your life. Go towards them. Run towards them. And I promise if you're doing that and you're living authentically and your life will change for the better. So do one thing that you've been thinking about that you are afraid of. Lace up those shoes and go outside and try to go for a run. Call that girl that you've always wanted. Like start completing the circle of your life. Complete acts. Michelle, what excites you about 2021? What are you amped about? Oh, more life. Travel really excites me. Getting to hug my friends. I'm going to find a partner in 2021. Oh, I'm manifesting that. I'm manifesting it. He's coming. And for me, it's coming for both of us. It is. I After can't wait to call your you first date you with the man that you think is going to be your husband, I yes. expect a text message. I promise you that you will get that text message. All right. You're on my, you're on my first text list too. Perfect. <laughs> I'll probably tell him. I'll be like, listen, so I've decided we're getting married. So if that's not at all in your mind, you should leave. So (laughs) I believe in brutal honesty. So I'm manifesting a partner, more travel, more gigs, more gigs for myself, more love, and most importantly, more love for all of us, more understanding and more people voting and knowing what's (laughs) going on locally in their city. Know what's up. I love this. I love you, Nichelle. How do the hurdlers keep up with you? How do they stay in the loop? Give me the details. Come hang out with me. It's really difficult at Nichelle. <laughs> so Nichelle with an N. You want to work out with me? It's the it's in my freaking what are they profile? You want to, yep, slide in the DMs. You have any questions, comments, concerns? And also shout out to all the hurdlers that um hit me up afterwards. I really appreciate it for me being able to give the gift of positivity and reminding people of who they are is the greatest, one of the greatest gifts I've ever received in my life. So shout out to all the hurdlers that started rocking with me that came to me through Emily and you can find me at Nichelle anytime, any place. Amazing. I am over at hurdle podcast and at Emily Abadi, another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 